This is the Crossroads Podcast Network. All right, everybody. Welcome to the On Mission Podcast. I'm Dan Mike, and I wish that there was a slogan that I could say after I said welcome. Welcome to the On Mission Podcast, where... Mission meets practice. <laughs> Something like that. We'll work on that. If anybody has any suggestions, yeah, feel free to send that in. Dan. I'm here, as always, with Matt and Glory, uh, becoming much more of a now. frequent member of I this know, podcast. It's good about it's because she asks us all the time. Hey, when's that thing? Can when, I be back on? When can I be on? When can I be on? And Matt, I'll let you introduce our distinguished guest yourself. Yes, we have Mark here, who uh, Crossroads guy that we've gotten to know each other actually because you come to so many in a good way all these mission stuff and it's been good to see your heart over the last maybe year or so and we invited him to come just to share what uh, god's been doing through him in the warming center and glory's going to share about that yeah so there's been some changes um or some things we're learning regarding the warming center and uh we've discussed a lot of that journey in previous episodes but just like to get an update on what is cooking right now. Yeah, so um, we've talked a couple times now about the warming center, which we opened this this winter to do some relief work for our neighbors who um, were going to be facing um, inclement weather without as many places to go because of COVID restrictions on the shelters and things like that. So we just felt God leading us into opening our place. So we did that, we were open for a couple months and it was not what we thought it could be, but it was better. I think in a lot of ways, we had a, a super consistent group of like 10 people that um, we were able to just really build relationships with. And one of, the, I mean, the heart of our team is to say like, yes, there's definitely a time for relief, but we really feel called to development and then moving people to sustainability. And so the cool thing is that with these 10 people, those that wanted to take next steps, we were able to kind of put together a little case plan for each of them as a team and then just talk with them individually and say, how can we help you move towards development? Like, how can we help you take the next step in your journey? Um, And so that's what we're transitioning our warming center um, from relief work to now, I guess what we would call more development work. Um, And we're transitioning from a warming center to a resource center i think so many like so often this is the case where you you step into a new project or a new initiative that you think that's going to be x y and z and it turns out being a b and c it's something exactly opposite of everything you had planned or what you thought was going to happen but in the change you find uh god at work you find wisdom you find a, a new different kind of peace that you know you move from france because at the beginning just real quickly at the beginning you know yeah. the city and others came mm-hmm. to us and said can you guys please be available yep because all the the homeless shelters com- communities at Heartside park and all around there's all these tent cities mm-hmm. we don't know it's going to be freezing what are we going to do can you guys please be open because of covid everything shut down and so we went after like we're like okay you know yeah. and we we were ready for world war five and who knew what was gonna happen you know we just had everything ready to go and um and when people didn't show up as much which is a good thing because you know yeah that means that they're being taken care of sheltered elsewhere but we really had uh 
I just think God taught us a lot because I think he brought us exactly who he wanted to bring. Mm-hmm. And even though in our own hearts and minds, there were moments where like, where maybe it would have felt better mm-hmm. on some strange level to have a gym full of people and feel like we were really needed. Oh yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, wow, look how good we look how needed we were. But right. Like, but every day, like eight to 12 different, sometimes a lot of the same guys, but like a different, crew would come in and we got mm-hmm. to know these people and actually could care for them on a, on a more individual level and learn from them yes um, trying to have that attitude and posture of entertaining angels like abraham when he entertained it he learned from them you know? yeah and actually valuing the mundane mm-hmm. side of things rather than spectacular i mean it's just a good thing to hear i mean a lot of people don't know about this but Back last year, there was a couple different efforts for our staff to make like a thousand phone calls per person on this like spreadsheet that we had. I don't know. I don't know if it's a thousand per person. person. It felt like a thousand. All right. (laughs) 60. But okay, not a thousand, but 60. And the reality was, in my experience, maybe two people Mm -hmm. had I had an actual conversation with and left a lot of messages. But it was I've had Valuable. several follow-up conversations yeah. with one of those people and more opportunities to develop relationship or whatever, yeah. you know? And so, whereas it would, it would look cool in a sense to say we called and prayed for a thousand people or whatever, but I don't know. I'm just giving yeah. a little bit yeah. more of an example right. of like the stuff we've been doing during the, the pandemic um, is sort of hit or miss, but has been leading to a more um, sustainably, I don't know, rich depth of relationship with Mm -hmm. people. So, and Mark, you were on the opposite side of that. So you at some point heard that we were going to do some type of warming center. So I'd be so curious to know you were there, I think on the first day, I think so. And and so like, what made you, what what kind of thought goes through your head when you hear we're going to do something like that and what makes you want to do it? Well, as as a Christ follower, I'm looking for opportunities to be able to show love and mercy Mm -hmm. and, and act justly and, it's just a great opportunity to connect with people in the community who don't have the resources that, that I have had yes. in my life. So, mm, awesome. Do you, um, I, we were talking before we hit record. Like, I know you have a couple, over, over the, the two months that you did it, there's been a couple people that have really stuck out to you that you've gotten to know. Just maybe you could quickly just share with us some of those people that you met and what you learned from them or what, what you felt like you did together. Uh, well, I'm looking forward to fishing with Dan because oh. he's an expert fisherman and I'm terrible. <laughs> yes. But uh, Dan Dan lives in a actually isn't homeless. He has an RV that he lives in just out. out it's out, right out, by that. You might out, see out, it on just, Sunday. Yeah, it's right right outside the door here. But it's a beautiful camera. Uh, yeah, I, I get to connect with Dan every week pretty mm-hmm. much, and gotten to walk through some of the maybe more mundane things that that to him are things that are Huge really big in his things. life, and yes. it's like simple things like. He didn't have a bank account, setting up a bank account so he can uh, receive uh, uh, funds, you know, or have you know access to and mm-hmm. uh, do his, doing his taxes and helping him with his unemployment, so he can get some resources to try to help him take the next step in his life mm-hmm. and 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 find a home and and mm. go back into working and and things like that. So, but I feel like he's a friend. Uh, yeah stop by and, and, and share meals every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. So it is. Can I just say a real quick story? Of course. So on Tuesday, Dan was in, I was trying to help him with his unemployment. He was, it was not going well. And he was like, 
I'm just going to come back tomorrow. Mark's going to be here tomorrow. I'm like, <laughs> so, Mark, you've been awesome. You guys have been good. <laughs> yes. And we, you know, I think, I'm sure maybe some expert on why homelessness happens and the, the problem of it and how we fix it would maybe would disagree with me. So I, I'm just learning a lot about this. But it's been interesting to, you know, people that come in, there's a lot. There, there are a lot that don't necessarily want help. They like the situation they're in, mm-hmm. so to speak. Yep. Um, and that's the situation they've chosen to stay in for some. But then there's a lot of people who sometimes it's, it, it's seemingly just a simple thing in our minds. Mm-hmm. But for them, like, you know, getting a bank account, signing up for their taxes, you know, so they can get Social Security or whatever. It, for them in their world, it's it's this huge barrier, this huge wall, because yes. they don't have access to a computer, they don't have internet, they don't know how to do it, they haven't had someone walk with them. So, it was been it's been interesting to learn that we can, through guys like Mark, befriending a guy like Dan, mm-hmm. can actually make a huge difference. Huge. It just by sh- helping just in some simple ways. Yes, his ha- countenance has changed significantly. I feel like, and just by having access to a computer and a printer. He's not no longer trying to navigate things on his phone if his battery is charged. You know, it's like just like you said, little things, even to mm-hmm. think about getting a bank account so that he could actually get direct deposit mm-hmm. since he doesn't have a mailing address. Like it's just this whole thing that feels so simple to us and just life changing to them. So it's really awesome. Cool. Anything else, Mark? Any other stories? Well, I mean, you have surprising things that happen too. And one of my first weeks here in the warming center is. I was sitting at a table with, with two uh, men who were involved in a rapidly escalating conflict that mm-hmm. included some pretty serious threats, yeah. and uh, being able to be a peacemaker in those situations uh-huh. uh, was, wasn't something I expected, but uh, it's part of, part of what we're doing here. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. one, of the, one of these men I w- was able to see a couple weeks later at church and, and talk to him about a little bit more, and uh, mm-hmm. just talk to him about, about trying to be at peace with people and and you know how to handle your anger and emotions and things but uh Mm -hmm. that was one of the surprising parts of it um probably one of the most uh uh, i guess impactful things for me is that you want to be able to meet uh, people's needs physically we provide meals when they're here uh, at at the warming center Uh, but there was a, a gentleman who who uh came in and he shared with me that just the day before he was in the emergency room and literally thought he was going to die. He had a heart mm-hmm. issue. And uh, I asked him how it felt and he explained that he, he was afraid. And mm-hmm. I talked to him about uh, basic steps of how you can have peace with God. And uh, I happened to carry like a little tracks with me and I gave him one. And as I was leaving, I saw him looking at it for a second time, you mm-hmm. know, just a reminder for him. So, And mm-hmm. I just saw him again for the first time in several weeks yesterday, but mm. I didn't didn't get to connect with them, but I'd like to again, so. Yeah, definitely, it's really cool. Mark, have you always been one to volunteer in the, this type of situation, or was there a time in your life where that changed and this became something that you, you kept your eye out for? Uh, I, I was in uh, the business world for almost 40 years, okay. and uh, it came to the point in my life where uh, it was during a study of the Sermon on the Mount that, that I felt like in that environment I couldn't didn't have the resources and energy and capability to do some of the things I want to do. Mm-hmm. And so I just mm-hmm. really left that world to have more flexibility to do things like, like this. So, mm-hmm. What would you say to somebody who you know felt like, I don't know, it's too scary or it's too overwhelming to think, 
you know, or maybe some of the other things people would, would hinder them from actually reaching out to somebody that's, you know, in a, a worse off place than them. Maybe somebody thinks that uh, you know, there's nothing I can really even do. I mean, here are some of the stories that you've already told counters a lot of that. But did you have any apprehension about doing anything like this or do you just I, I didn't No, yeah. I mean I mean the way I view one of the lessons I've learned recently in my life is even a greater understanding is that every everybody is an image bearer of God mm. and we're all equal in dignity worth and value mm-hmm. and and that that's how I view people I'm no different than Dan or Dave mm-hmm. uh, fellow image bearers mm-hmm. yeah. Amen. so mm-hmm. I think it's so much um just thinking even now just one of the lessons is there's a verse i can't remember what what book it's in but it's in there so it says you know we prepare the horses for battle but victory is mine Mm -hmm. declares the lord and uh i i feel that way because we prepared the horses like you know we had over engineered we had signs for every door and um but the good thing about that is is i think what even what you're saying mark is like there's a posture of heart and attitude Mm that you take towards people and you take towards your daily life that, that allows you to, that's your job. Like what, what do we do and what does God do? What do we, what we do is, Hmm. is loving sermon on the Mount and God brings to people to us who, who, you know what I mean? Like we do what we can do, but we can't manufacture it. We can't manufacture all the good ministry that we hope to always happen, but we're ready. We'd be Mm -hmm. ready. We're ready. And we, do our best. I think the 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 expectation that you're setting is pretty sustainable, and there's a lot of people I think in the world who overlook the simple theme in the Bible that God is willing to use people who just try. Yeah, yeah. You know, it doesn't mean it, it, it turns out to be this or that, or it doesn't mean you have any specific credential or ability in the first place. But I'm hard pressed to think of a situation where somebody was unwilling to try even. And that's the standard that the Bible sets for us to follow. I mean, maybe there's a bad example here or there, but for the people who are like, you know what? I'm just a kid, pretty good at throwing rocks. I don't know. Maybe I should try and then just see what happens or whatever. You know, there's a lot of stories like that. And so I really appreciate you, Mark. And this whole concept, you know, I really appreciate this journey of developing resource for the um, downtrodden in this city because it's just, couple people just try it you know and Mm -hmm. god can go a long way with a little humility and people who are willing to step forward um we definitely have some dream you know i don't want to steal gloria slender because it's really her idea and her dream but now how can we one of the things we had a problem we had here in our building is we're kind of in an island and you have the river on one side you have the freeway on the other and you have to go all the way down to like get across the bridge come back over and we felt as a team, maybe what God's calling us to do is actually go out to the people because, and it fits Crossroads mentality so much that like 90, 10 rule, like yeah, this okay. I, it, church is great. We love people coming here, but what, how could we figure out how to get these resources or this resource center for the people that need maybe just literally access to a computer and internet? How can we get that resource to them? So there's some cool things coming on the horizon. I think that Glory's putting together. Sorry, did you want to share no, anything about good. that, Gloria? No, it's good. Yeah, just, you know, again, I think just being like a speedboat, just constantly willing to rethink and change and figure out, okay, how can we do this different and better? And, 
you know, like to your point, just the step of obedience and having a posture of availability, I think is huge. And it's something that God's definitely been working on my heart about as we try things and it doesn't turn out the way I thought it would. It's like, okay, like, again, we're just secure in Jesus and that this is obedience and he will take care of the results. And so, yeah, we're kicking around the idea of um, taking it to places where people already are. So when we say resource center, we have some computers and a printer and we're just available <laughs> to say, what do you need help with? Yeah. Like, how can we help you navigate something that is so everyday for us? And that is the internet and banking and things like that. Um, and so we're talking to ministry partners in the neighborhood. We're collaborating and saying, do you want, you know, would you like us to come set up in your lobby while you're serving a meal anyway? And like, yes, please, that would be awesome. So we're stepping into some of those things this spring. We'll, you know, as things roll out, we'll of course share that. But um, again, just trying to think outside the box and be creative to see, hey, we'll give it a stab in the dark and see how it works. So, yeah. Fantastic, you guys. Um, Thanks for being here, Mark. Yeah, Appreciate Mark. It. Thanks for being here. here and for doing what you're doing. Yep. And being a part of the good. Warming Center and the Resource Center. It's yeah, been, been it's a real fun. joy. Yeah. That's been good. Awesome. Well, hopefully Thanks, for yeah. those of you listening, this uh, causing some stirring for inspiration, for practical ways uh, to kind of participate in what the Lord's doing right now. And um, but also, if you, I was gonna say, you know, if you're listening to this and you need, maybe you're not, you wouldn't be listening to this if you need our type of resource center. Because Glory just said, Glory just said, all we have is a computer and a printer. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Available people. <laughs> available <laughs> people. They don't need anything. Yeah, we have coffee. Come on by. Or we'll come to you. That's yeah, a exactly. Let us know where you are. That's All right, great. everybody. Yes. Have a great week.